want to share with you an order from Ruhutner. Because I'll talk about the Dalagolius and we talk about Choshech, that Yavan is Choshech. So he sees that Choshech. The Pshutah of Shemekah says, they said in the Chelech Yisrael, that uh, we spoke about that last week a little bit in the Kud of Chelech versus Sholem. But there's another Likud over here of, of Choshech. And he has this aura that we know that till the Dubai the, Sheni, the, there was, no, was quote-unquote no Mechlokas in Yisrael. What do you mean there's no Mechlokas in Yisrael? They sat and they learned, they, they discussed things. But they were able to come to a final resolution. They were able to come to, the, there, was a, there was an aura in the world, there was a clarity in the world, which allowed Klaisel to come to a final resolution each time. They would go to the, if necessary, they would go to the Sanhedrin Agadol, Sanhedrin Gadol would, would, would discuss this and they would get to the point where they would be Ayman Leminion and they would come to Hakra. So there was a final decision in every Shiloh in Klai Yisrael. There was always a final decision. You can imagine we, living with the world where you know what to do. Clarity. Rabbi Lyman one time told me that he had this Sa'ara, um, Rabbi Asher, Zichli Bracha, in the earlier years. Anytime somebody would be Mechabed him for some of the coast, he would come. So one time when he was learning in America the Torah, so one of the Yugalite had a had had a had a bris, and he invited Rabbi Yasha to be the son. The Rabbi Yasha came to the yeshiva, so people were lining up to ask him shilas, you know, as he's walking through. Mutter aser aser mutter mutter chay potter, like boom 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 boom. And he's like, wow, it's so nice to live in a world with clarity, like you know what to do. We live in like, everything. Maybe yeah, maybe no. I'm unsure. Like really clear. Yes, no, poor. But all of Kleitzel had that achro. In Bayasheni, in the beginning, still you have that same, that we have that same situation. In the beginning of Bayasheni, you have Ezra, and then the, you have Shimon Hatzadik, and then when the, the Zugas start, and they have a Mechloikis in regards to Smicha and Yomtev. And it, it continues through all of the Zugas, the Mishnah says in Chagigu. They couldn't come to final Hakra. Each one of them, there was a Mechloikis, each one had, they had the Mechloikis. What's the what's the din? Whether you can do smicha on a, on a, on a, a carbon the dove on Yom Tov or not? Hill and Shammai were the last pair of zugas. Hill and Shammai had three other machloikasim. So now there are four cases where Klaisel did not come to the final hakra. So that was it was a tremendous chiddush to Klaisel. They never had such a thing in the history of Klaisel. Klaisel was there was a clarity exactly what to do. Everybody knew what to do, and that was it. If there was a Mechloikis, they, they, they came and discussed it. Eventually, they, the, that Bezin, eventually the, the Sanhedrin of would make a Hakra, and that was it. They couldn't get, they had a Sanhedrin, they couldn't get to Hakra. They couldn't get to the point where they, 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 they presented it clearly enough that they, they, they had the Tutstadim that could give the Armored Dominion and make a Hakra. And Hillel and Shammai have three more arguments. So now we have four Mechloikis and Mechloikis. So. Next generation, called and now there are hundreds of machlokes in Mitzvah Misham Beis Hill. And now the Nasa, the Nasa, the, the Morse says Nasa Kishtei Teres. Can you imagine the Choshech that Klai so felt? That that started with Yavin. This was the same the Kufa as, as as the Yavin is is ruling over uh, ruling over Eretz Yisrael. Yavin is affecting Klai so they were not able to. The clarity wasn't there anymore. The Hikshich Reneim. That's the Choshech of Yavin. Kleisel is left with this. We have 
can you imagine a Klai which is unified? There's, everybody has a clear halacha. It's the same halacha of everybody in Klai So There's no mechloikism. Everything has a hakra. And it's gone. It has to be choshech. The world turned dark. We have a gula. We have a gula from Yavon. But we still have a choikis. So, so what happened? We, we're, we're celebrating the gula for the gula. If you're celebrating the gula, so why, why do we still have a chlokes? Machlokos. If you want to be, if you want to be correct in your dictum. So he says a fascinating ha'ara. There's this difficult concept called elo be'elo dibur lekim We lost clarity, but we gained Torah. Once upon a time, there was one Torah. Now, there's two Torahs. There's ten Torahs. There's a hundred Torahs. We have ten people who matter. Each one has their own Mahalach and the Sugyas. They're all true. So now we have ten, we have ten Pshatim, which we didn't have before in Torah. So what's this concept of and how is that, quote-unquote, the Nechama, the Geula, which leads us to this day? So, I heard this word from Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, this is 1976. So I was by, uh, it was Monty for, for Pesach, and I was by uh, Mishpacher for, for the Suda. And at the end of the Suda, so I was the guest, I was sitting up in the front. And at the end of the Suda, the, the, one of the sons made a Siyam and Mishnayis Shas. So in honor of the Siyam, besides the family, they invited a few close family friends. And this, family, this was a mishpacha, which was an old monthly mishpacha. They've been there for years, so they're very close to the Vyakov. So Vyakov came for the Siyam. Uh, the other family friends were the Fibelson and Rebreslau, where it was all like, you know, the Rabbanim and the Shashivas, etc. of the city. It was a very nice... I was sitting up front, they put Ryaka right next to me because I was the guest and he was the guest. So, the, so I, was, I was sitting between Ryaka and the Bala boss. Um, I, that's where I was stuck. Um, not a bad place to sit. So after the Bakr made the Siyam, so Ryaka said a hadron. He, spoke, he said a hadron on the last mission in Shaz. So the last mission in Shaz says, now I, I would like to say I remember. Clearly, I think I remember clearly, my Yiddish at that point in time was still not perfect. Obviously, he said it in Yiddish. But I, I, if I, if I'm going to say it over the way I remember it, and hopefully it's correct. So there's two parts of the last Mishnah. The last Mishnah says that the first point of the Mishnah says that Yesh is Begimatria 310. The second half of the Mishnah is Omer B'yashim B'cholaf, the Lonsu HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Klim Asif Baruch Hu Yisrael Allah Shalom. Shalom Rasham Ha'ezdom Yitzhen Hashem Yivarech Hazam Ha'ezdom. That's the last Mishnah in Shaz. So, why is this Mishnah here? Why is this the last Mishnah in Shaz? And what's the Hemshech of the Mishnah? There are two different things. The first, the Kud is about the person is going to get Tzachar HaLam Ha'ezdom. But the second point is about B'rashim Klim Asif Baruch Hu Yisrael Allah What's going on in the Mishnah? So he says, so the Tzachar Yomtev says, the first point of the Mishnah, the Hazyatim explains why it's here. He says, why is it the last Mishnah in Shas? Because you went through all of Shas. 
So there are Makayavim and there are Poitrim, there are Oysrim and the Matirim, and, and all these Bukhlaikas that we had, Matamim, Matarim. So you might think that the title that we pass like gets more scar. So Zakti Mishnah, no, Kol Tzadik Mitzadik gets Shailamis. No matter we pass it, you or not, it doesn't make a difference, you still get the same scar in Alam So Yaakov asks, so why does Mishnah use the Lashon of Tzadik? Like, why is it in the Kud over here of Tzadik? He says, in Lashon Atara, Tzadik means the one who's right. Parashas Kiseitze, they go to, two people go to, to Bezdin, Mehitzdik was a Tzadik, Rishir is a Rasha, the one who's right is the Tzadik, and the one who's wrong is the Rasha. And that doesn't mean that, the, that he's an evil person, it means in this, in this point, he was Rasha. Rashi is a Lashon Mashiach, means to be off mark. So he gave a he gave a a, 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 a spiel. He gave like you know a scenario where that would play out, with a little giggle. It's my first time I, I got it was introduced to Yaakov's giggle. Um, so he said, imagine there was a dintar between me and the Satmarov. Yaakov said, Satmarov was obviously a big, big sadik, and I won the dintar. So if Volkovet and sadik, the Satmarov Volkovet and Russia, I'd be the sadik. The Satmarov would be the Russia, and he giggled. So why is it just saying over here tzaddik with tzaddik? Why does that that the Nakuda? So he said there's a medrash in Parsha Bereshis when the Bereshit was being sitting with the Malachim and discussing should the should the Bereshit create? The Bereshit was asking the Malachim should he create man or not? So there's a machlokes in Shemayim. So Emma said Ayubare because the Darbei Shaker. Chesed said Yubare. Because they do chesed. Sholem said, Al Yibore, because they are Oysa Mohama. And Sedek said, Yibore, because they do Sedek. So, that's two against two. So, what do you do? So, Bershom took Emmas, like the Medrash. The Hashach Emmas, he threw Emmas down to the world. So now it's two against one. Because Emmas is out of the way. Two against one, he passed in the moon to create autumn and he created autumn. That's the state in Medrash. Hashach Emmas, Artsa. So the matter is, you might think that now that Emmas has stuck down on this world, uh, different processes, Emmas will come back, will, will sprout back up and come back up to Shemayim from the arts. So the third is the funny message. He says, what's gate the four in the message? What's gate the four in the message? Right, what's happening over in this message? Zach, he said like this. He said that the Bershom made each person with a certain chudas and nefesh. And from that person's vantage point, what he sees is correct. Rudesser gives a marshal, he says, if I show you a piece of paper. The belt says that, you know, imagine you have three blind people are asked to describe an elephant. And the first blind person goes and he touches the trunk. So, and that's, that's an elephant, it says it's a very muscular, thick, hard type of a hide moves around a lot, etc. The second one touches the tail. It's thin, very easily moves. The third one touches the leg. So they're all, they're all going to describe an elephant to you. Are they wrong? No, everyone's describing exactly what they see, and they're 100% right what they saw, but they still didn't describe an elephant. So I show you a piece of paper, he says, and one of, one of them I show, show the piece of paper facing towards the person. One of them, I showed the paper. I just showed him the, the side of the paper. So he says, "Well, paper, paper. I know some paper in my life, but it's like a line." 
That's all he sees. There's a line. He says, why? Well, I see a whole sheet. What are you talking about? You're wrong. You know, it's ridiculous. And we have this argument back and forth. They're not wrong. Neither one's wrong. They both were 100% right in what they saw. So the same way that's true in the physical world, that's, that's true in, in, in understanding Torah, understanding life. We have different ways of seeing something. And we're not wrong. Each person is a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. He has a, he has a good point. He's righteous in what he's seeing. He's not wrong. So the problem with, the reason why there's going to be Muhammad is because I see it my way and you see it your way and you were both right. The, the worst fights are between two people who are both right. When you have the fight with the one guy is totally wrong, the one guy is totally right, usually it works out. Because the guy eventually admits that he's wrong. But the person who believes that he's right and he sees that he's right, he says, oh, I see that I'm right. Where's the room for, how are you going to figure this out? So that's why there's not going to be Shalom in this world. So Russian said, okay, I'm going to put into this world an overall hechatimsa of how to address this issue. The Russian put down an emiss of the Torah into this world which allowed us to address this issue. So that's the Hemshech of the Mishnah, he said. Each person is a tzaddik. This person, Russian made me a certain way that I should see this Likud of Torah. That's why he made me like this. Means that the Bershom put Ayim Param And each person has a different way to see one of the Pandas. Because he has a certain Tchunas Nefesh. The going says that there are Ayim Kachas Nefesh, and that's connected that there's Ayim Param So if you do your math, I'm not going to do the math for you, right? Let's say for argument's sake, each one of those Kachas Nefesh. Is possible on ten different levels. I could have a, you know, pen number one. Pen is uh, is one of the ifanim, one of the, the, the ponim, right? Pen number one. I have a one. Pen number two. I have a five. And you know, I have seventy different tools and nefesh, all one at different levels. So there's a lot of there's like a, a lot of different possibilities how we should all see the world, right? So, what I'm seeing is a fast of which nobody else in the world is able to see. And my, my, my facet is right. It's emis. It's sedic. But we can't live like this. So the Russian put an overarching emis, a way to find, a way to come to a clarity how to deal with it. So this is totally psak. So Russia says, we have Muhammad down there. They're not shalom. Russia, I'm going to make shalom. I'm going to make shalom on the world. I'm going to give them a clea which will allow them to figure out how to deal with these issues. So by putting emes in this world, I've addressed the time of emes and the time of Shalom at the same time. So now I can be your barber. So you think that emes is God? It's, there's no emes anymore? No, there's emes. Eretz me'er tzitzmat. The Russian created an overarching emes of how to deal with things. There's not the Mishnah. That each one says, Tzadik with Tzadik. Each one is 100% right. Geval nevelt. Rip Klaus all apart. Now, I don't remember if he said this or not, but there's a medrash that says, Ain't Oizel a Torah. It brings up, uh, brings up the medrash says that Oizel is referring to Torah. I don't remember if he said that point, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming it makes sense, that's what he was pointing he was saying. So, Islam, he did say that. That's the Hampshire mission, he said. So, there's a morale. The morale says 
that we fill us through Mechudim and Akana, he would go and enter into Beis Medrash to learn. He would daven that he shouldn't be Nishab Daralacha, Vismin Chaveray, Shalkash Daralacha, and they're going to be. I should be Nikshal and Vizmin Chavay, right? They should be Nikshal, but that's not by him. So, what's the mission say? She said like this The Russian made the nature of Jews, Jews are contentious. If I, you say A, yeah, I say B. I had a chavar, his favorite line was extra frakert. Like, you know, whatever you said A, whatever you said something, he said extra frakert. I mean, how frakert? I don't know, but extra frakert. You know, like, you know, like, there has to be something other way to look at it, you know? Why do the Russian makers like that? I have this conversation recently, you know, that in South Korea, they're, 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 they're very big into studying Talmud. They decided to look into why Jews are so smart and are so, so creative and innovative, etc. They says, you know, Jews study the Talmud. So, the, so there's a big thing now in Korea, they, the, Jews, the Koreans, they, they, they get Arsh Gomorrahs and they study Talmud. So it doesn't work. What's innovative about Jews is not the learning Talmud, it's the Chirushashaft. Koreans are too nice to be for that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, you know. Jews, there's no nicety by Jews, you know. The Russian made us Badafka different. He said, you know why? Because that create, creates a rebate of terror. So I said, shut them more like this. You say, well, that's ridiculous. I'm shutting them more like this. And I'll prove it to you. So I said, nah, that's, that's, that's not a good rhyme. I'll ask you, ask you a kasha. I'll tell you a terror. So I got another kasha. So Rebbe said, he would say something, Rishosha would ask him, and you'd give him kushiyas. He'd bring 13 rise that he's wrong. He'd bring 13 turutsim why he's right, for each one of the kashas. There's a rebate of Torah. And Rishosha says, you're right. He says, I don't need to know that. He'd bring 13 rise that he's right. So Rishosha, I don't need your rise. I know that I'm right. I need you to challenge me. I need you to, cl- I'm, I'm going to get clarity in Torah by being challenged. The more you're going to see that, the, so, so it's like morale. So if I say A, we assume you said B. So if I'm wrong, it means you're right. You're going to gloat over me. Ha ha ha, that's trait. I shouldn't be Nisal Daralach because I'm afraid that you're going to gloat. And if you gloat, you're going to get punished from Shemayim for gloating. That's what I'm worried about. That's it. I should shut in the Tefillah. And vice versa. It might happen that if, that if you're wrong, it means I'm right. I'm going to gloat over you. That's a dangerous thing. So, you know, let's try and maybe stay away from that. So, the Russian Bedavka gave each one of us a chalik and Torah. Bedavka gave each one of us a nakud of Torah, which we see from our vantage point. That was the chiddush of Torah Shabbat Peh. Torah Shabbat Sab, bias region of Torah Shabbat Sab, Sab includes all the Tanakh, means what they were living was a world where you could, this could be written down, this could be, could be made, as it were, somewhat static. Somewhat, this is reality. There's nothing to budge about it. By Shani, you couldn't put it, you could, Hanukkah was the first Yom which was Lloydnit and Likosev. It's not about Ksifa, you can't write this down. It's growing, it's living, it's expanding. The Basilevi says that Batson, that's, that, that's a Luchas Shniyas. Luchas Risharnas, everything was written down, because I'll say, Kola Tarakula, Tarashopat was also written. written. Basilevi says in a drush. Once, Klai Yisrael was chaytiv, but they had to ego. They're going to be under the sheets of the Umar. The Russian says, "You know what? They're going to claim the, everything. They're going to claim the Torah for themselves. Torah should be The Torah should be They're never going to be able to claim because it won't be written. So what's going to happen? You're going to be the cleat for that. So Moshe comes up to Shemayim. He's ready to write, rewrite the whole Torah. Moshe says, "No, no, no. 
Not can read out the whole Torah. So the matter says that the Marshall was to the the Karnarponov to the Ziv of Torah, Ziv which came out of his face. Where was that? That's from the extra Dio which is left in the Kumas. What's extra Dio left in the Kumas? So the Bell says, because the, the Aleph by Vayikra, he says, no, 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 Moshe Rabbeinu planned to write the whole Torah. The Russian said, no, 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 this part of the Torah is written in you, not in the, not in the Lucas, in you. So obviously, if, you're that, if, you, if it's written in you, you're going to shine. What was in Scottish and Bayashani was, yes, there's going to be Mechloikis. Yes, there's going to be a point where we see it differently. Yes, there's going to be, but the Russian says, Madafka, because now you are going to be Torah. You're the chefs of Torah. Your hechatimps of seeing it is, is what I want you to see. I want you to see that Nakuda, which is different. I want you to, to understand that you have a valid way of looking at something. And you're bringing out a valid point. And there's something, element of Torah, which is only yours. And you're going to find that. Not once, not twice, but constantly. As long as you're willing to follow the quote unquote, the rules of, of, of searching for Torah with, with, uh, honestly, with MS, you will find something that nobody else found. That's how we're going to address the Choshech. Because every, every gula wasn't complete. Adam has all three gula, all, all three gulios in it. That's the right. The final gulas of Mashiach comes. But what's going to allow us to overcome this gulas? They say Rasul Salanter, when Rabkhaim Brisker was young, they, they brought Rabkhaim to see meet Israel, and he spoke to him in learning. And Israel said that, you know, oh, the Russian created a, a, a new mahalach of learning which is going to help the next generation deal with their issues. Until, I don't know, 100 years ago, the study of the, study of the science, knowledge, you know, it was tempting, but it wasn't so tempting. There's a rebuy of knowledge, there's a rebuy of science, there's a rebuy of understanding in the world. It's fascinating. The more it's boring. No, it's not. Rav Chaim introduced, there wasn't Mahalach of learning, he introduced the Mahalach where the, you're, 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 you're thinking, you're challenging, you're creating. What's going to allow us to overcome the final challenge of Yavon where they're shining the, the, a light of knowledge at us. The guy goes to college, you know, and you see, you know, they have this, you know, this, the syllabus, and he tells you, we're going to, the first class we're going to study X, next we're going to study Y, and we're going to point to ABC, and it looks so clear and so beautiful, and it's, so, so, it's such a clarity, and it's interesting, and it's fascinating. What are you going to do? I'm going to memorize some Gemara, learn, learn some halachas. That's going to make you feel like, you know, Torah is as interesting as that. I'm running over time. I just apologize. I'm sorry. I started a little late. I want to finish off this Nakuda. So add the Sa'ara once and finish off with the Sa'ara. As learning Mechabusi, we're learning Hilchus Sitzes, Be'im. I was learning it for Seder, actually. So again, we're learning Be'im now. And you get to Simon Ches, which is Be'im Hilchus Sitzes. The beginning is like, you know, and you get to, towards the end, there's, the four, there's five Sitzes which deal with the issue of when you make a new bracha, when you don't make a new bracha, when you took off the talus. You took off the talus. You took up a talus, it fell off by itself. You took up a talus to, 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 to be mafsik for Amerikats. And each sif stands by itself. And you look at the sif, right? That's not how you learn halacha. You learn halacha, you understand the lumbus. Why? Why is this true? 
<coughs> so we're learning, we learned the first sif, we worked, worked it through, and said, okay, we understand why. Here's the lumbus. Got the next sif, and it didn't work, it didn't fit. He said, okay, scratch that, try it again. So we, we came up with Mahal who explained both sif. So tests and yod now make sense. I got the olive, scratch that one, didn't work. Start over again. It's happened five times. About a fourth time, it's like, you know, we now we had a cloud which fit all five cases. Why does Shomar just tell me the five cases? Tell me one cloud, said tell me five cases, and waste all my time. Just tell me the cloud, it covers five cases, you know, great. Instead of this case and that case, this case, you know, figure out the rules. It doesn't make any sense. Just tell me to tell me to lump this, I'm good to go. Why do you give me cases? You know, most of Shas is cases, it's not lumdus. Most cases, we have to figure out the lumdus, but most cases, you learn Shas, Shas the more gives you a case and gives you a psaac, gives you a sheet, two sheets, whatever it is. And like, now what? Okay, I memorized, there's a case and there's an answer. Like, so, you know, science is fascinating. You, know, you go to school, it's fascinating. Uh, you're, none of you probably, there's something used to be called the World Book Encyclopedia for the, you know, once upon a time. They used to have these like beautiful pictures of you know describing the body, the anatomy, and they had these like like glossy overlays of you know clear glass. You know, just so you had the body, and then you had you put on top, and you had the, the lungs and the and the heart. Then you had put you put on top of that, you put the the skeleton. How about like and it looked like so. Right? We open we open up a body during surgery. It don't look like that. It's a mess. You know, it's not really like this is gray and this is red. It's all the same color and it all's one big mess. It's nice. You go to science class. I tell you, when you start dealing with the the, the case, the leverage you're trying to figure out, it doesn't help you. Just figure out why something is. What's what's the lumbus? What's pushing? You know what? You're very nice. I wake up in the morning and the person says, "Listen, Ryan Gold, you're going to go through six scenarios today. You're going to have to deal with. This is what I want you to do." Gavaldi, right? Sign your loving Father in heaven. That's not what happens. The person sends me the gives me the case to deal with. It doesn't tell me what to do. So how do I know what to do? I have to sit and think and figure out what's the problem here? What's the nakuda? What are the nakudas? How do I address them? Well, where'd you learn to do that? That's life. Life is cases. Life isn't rules. You don't walk through rules in your life. You walk through cases in your life. You walk through issues. And you say, what's going on over here? What's really the issue over here? What's really the problem? How do you address it? What are the nakudas? The nakudas. That's learning Gemara. You're looking at the case and look, what's going on over here? What's really going on? What's the lumbus? What's the hate? What's really? That's the training. So it sounds very nice when you learn the, when you learn the, the you know, the Gemara is like back and forth, like, you know, this way, that way, maybe this, maybe that, what that, that, that like, like, just tell me the final answer. You, you, suddenly you learn people like be introduced to Gemara for the first time, like, like, they hate it. I had, you know, I was teaching a Haskell's Gemara class in Tell in Cleveland. There was like there was these two fellows. One was a, in, in who's who in chemistry in the country. One other was a, was the top IT person for a multi-billion-dollar company. They never learned Gemara before. They're probably true. And it was like the, the, you know they were like way behind the ninth grader because this idea of the back and the fourth and the right is and the, 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 so, you know give me information back. You know I can deal with it. So I said when you're dealing with a problem, you have to solve your IT problem. What do you do? Well, you take this possible and that possible. Oh, okay. That's what Gamora is. He says, when you're a chemist, you're trying to figure out, create this new product. What do you do? He said, well, these are our goals, and these are the possibilities, and we discuss the possibilities, and we think what the issues might be. That's a Gamora. 
So now the lies lit up. Ah, I get it. That's life. Gemara is about life. Gemara is, but it's not just memorizing information. It's the lumbus, it's the challenge, it's the svara. And when you, when you tap into that, you're tapping into a, a tool which will allow you to understand that we have something which is, has greater clarity in many ways. Greater clarity, even when we don't get it all right. Then all of that, the, the knowledge that Yavin is throwing at us. So the chayshich and the shicha created an or, which that or is the or which will take us all the way to the moment of Mashiach position.